0: a detective yeah you helped you helped crack the case crack the code so um take two take two (laughs) (laughs) here we go it wasn't didn't make fun of the irish this time (laughs) take three (laughs) take three all right let's start it over so you really all right tyler you drink hard not anymore. But like you could, you if you needed to go hard, let's just say like I don't know what 2014, 15, you know what I mean? Those days yeah, you could you could fucking go to town, right? Oh yeah, hang with fucking anybody. Fun day Sunday. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like I, I took it too far, and so like, go to the past. Fun day Sunday, Tyler. Right? Thirty pack race. Just yeah, well, yeah I you could you know, death will not come for you in those in that state. I will, now I will escape death by the
1: hair of my chin yeah now but if that Tyler
0: drinks I don't know two bottles of absinthe well exactly can't hang you know I'm, your hubris may you know you encourage you to do such a thing
1: I might be a ghost of myself
0: yes <laughs> wow Ghost, ghost of yourself. It makes, it makes a lot of sense, you know? The, the white background of the sisterhood of the traveling shirt shirt makes a lot of sense here. I am currently a ghost of myself. We have some wicked spray tans on this shirt. We really, really, really fucking do it. I look disgusting. I feel <laughs> disgusting right now. This is the second take of the show. Um, So a doctor told me if I didn't smoke weed, I'd die, right? Now, um, I'm slowly finding out that this doctor who was not wearing a lab coat was wearing a pullover fleece, which, you know anybody in a pullover fleece giving medical advice that is not on a field of play in some sort of sport you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they're selling you drugs i'm high on drugs right now i have in my pocket here this uh this vape pen wow it's really sinking in where i am mentally i bought this today this Uh. is this is new um don't hit it. What are you doing? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I swear to God. I swear to God. I put it, I put it in my mouth to play with it. Um. What was that... <laughs> a, this is a reverse hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sneaks up on you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I needed to do a take. I thought I was having a stroke again. And... Uh, yeah just like we did what was it was like the boys room the other day yeah. i had to like take a hey let me take a break i'm not feeling good oh, i can't imagine what's wrong with me yeah i think it's because i'm sucking literal pure high test this is gasoline but yeah <laughs> out of a pen um so i'm sorry uh i have nothing to offer you again this is a reverse hostage situation i want everyone to leave i, <laughs> I need everyone to go I apologize. This is all dawning on me as we are on the air right now. I've turned the video cameras off that were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry about that, man. Hey, you know we, we we all make we all make mistakes. But my mistake was given to me by a doctor. Um, was, his, I,
1: was his name like Doctor We? <laughs> doctor Feelgood. Doctor. <laughs> it Love. was
0: a name. Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Love. Doctor Brett Michaels. Like oh <laughs> fuck. Um, no, oh, I, I've I've done it again. Oops, I've done it again. And we had, you know, we had some real potential with uh, the John Cena bit, which I want to get to because see what's happening to me. This is a product of capitalism, right here. Okay, this, this is it. This <laughs> a broken man
1: with a podcast <laughs> allowed to sell himself. You know who loves capitalism. John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. American War veteran. Of Vietnam, of foreign wars, of Desert Storm, <laughs> and the invasion of Iran, <laughs> he did it by himself. Yeah. Him Operation himself. Freedom and World War Two, 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 two. John Cena,
0: John Cena, in the more he we are live here with John Cena after his <laughs> most re, 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 recent tour of Iraq, where <laughs> <laughs> he single-handedly uh, killed Uday and Kusay. I, <laughs> I that's actually what happened. That's real. <laughs> He did Realtor, that.
1: yeah. Barret, wow. We re- rolled in there, yeah. Absorbing bullets, and um, just said, you're, you're mine." He put the, he gave them both his finisher. He's, he said, "America first, and <laughs> went in, <laughs> <laughs> and thin uh, blue, yeah. yeah.
0: Like what's the thin blue line? They yeah. <laughs> did it what?
1: <laughs> um, like mouth. Zhang says hi I forget who the uh, emperor of China is right now yeah when he killed
0: Uday Kude, when John Cena all right when John Cena single-handedly walked in and killed Uday Kuse and Saddam Hussein he looked at both of them as he drove his fist through their faces <laughs> hustle <laughs> loyalty <laughs> respect Uncle Sam says hello welcome to fucking M3 <laughs> I am your disappointment of a host Alex Walski
1: uh, I'm I'm Tyler. Are we doing this now? Are we no. doing introductions? Hi, I'm. We're doing this one fucking time, Tyler. I the baked man, Satara. Yeah, the baked man. The baker. Can I be the baker? The baker. I don't get baked, but I will bake. I like baking. What the fuck have I done? I don't know. Again, you know what I mean? Like again, yeah. except
0: this makes the hostage situation like it makes me feel that much worse about it. Like this is real deep character development. The lore is getting <laughs> fucked up. It's like, do you remember when the governor? Like killed all those people, but then lost, and then had like to run away, and like ran. Down. This is Walking Dead. Oh, okay, and,
1: yeah. And then I, it, you you jumped around. Follow
0: follow along because this is going to be a,
1: this is going to be a rough hour. Know, you just said the governor. You didn't say you remember in Walking what Dead. What governor?
0: What other fucking governor is there? There's the mayor, Governor, governor Hogan. The, I don't yeah, know exactly. Yeah, there is,
1: there directly is a governor Go, in our lore. Dump truck Hogan. <laughs> no, this is trench coat governor. Trench coat. The trench coat. Governor
0: Mafia. (laughs) Yes. Um, All right, I'll get back to that in a second. Um, But, like, yeah, when the governor – see, I can't remember the fucking first point. I just know I was going to talk about the governor walking down that loan like that – yeah, this is it. All right, so when the governor kills all those – are you fucking kidding me? What was that? It's the fucking uh, restart to maintain your device security. You know, I'm not really secure with myself right now, computer. (laughs) I'm not secure with anything I've done. I have – Wasted the time and energies of the people who work so hard behind the scenes. What the fuck? (laughs) Stupid fucking computer. We're leaving all this in. They need to understand.
1: This day is horrible. Is is this. It is
0: 9 o'clock, and we're six minutes into a mainline M3. (laughs) Shut up!
1: Can you mute your... I'm trying. Oh, my God. That's this day. I woke up at 6 a.m. to diarrhea all over the floor, and then our AC went out, and I, I took the dog to the hospital. My job was going a nightmare. You know, today's just been that kind of day, and that's fine. Sometimes those days happen. Sometimes it happens, and
0: then you have a podcast. My kid's been throwing up for the last two days. God, let's just let's he, just put it all out there. Has your kid also <laughs> been <laughs> eating cicadas? I feel like I've been eating cicadas. God damn it,
1: dude. Welcome to M three. I'm your hood, disappointing host Alex, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm the Baker's Tyler. Well, that shit. I, I've never done this. I've never had a, a good like call sign. It's I'm, all staying. I'm call, I'm Ice Man. <laughs> all
0: staying. It's all staying. All the bits are being thrown out the window. T- cut, John Cena is a fucking commie. <laughs> Tanky commie. I. I what the fuck did I do, man? I don't know. You want to go know. to the John
1: Cena thing? I'll explain the John Cena thing.
0: But why, like why what why? <laughs> why? You know?
1: Why? Why go into the
0: John Cena thing when the John Cena thing is going to go right back into us? I my name is Alex Wolski and I'm the host of M3. <laughs> and I made a mistake tonight. And I'd like to publicly apologize. Um, to, to the Wesley Foods brand, who is so kind enough to sponsor me and give me their bottles of water, <laughs> they only make me pay four ninety nine a case, which That's isn't
1: not bad. Could be better. I mean, could, you pay for water at the tap, right? It Could be a little better. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how your Pasadena tap water is here in Bowie. It's fresh. Don't fucking lie to me. Fresh. We got the. Best water, I don't best know. fucking
0: water. It's yeah, water. like last last episode was full of gold. There was a bit where I called the mayor. I don't have the chops to call the mayor tonight. I'm sweating. It, well, to be fair, it's 90 degrees in my house. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's am hot. I? Is this a fucking mix of just delirium from this absolute murder pen that's in my pocket? That I just still, I'm
1: not going to throw it out. I'm going to finish it. Here's what I'm saying. Let's just take a bunch of DMT. <laughs> And hit record, you know? Have you done DMT? No. I've done DMT twice. It's ridiculous. I don't even really know what it is. Smoke? You smoke DMT?
0: I guess you can. I smoked it. You can do it maybe other ways, which is probably, I don't know, it's the most ridiculous drug I've ever taken.
1: (laughs) Trying to smoke and lick DMT. Let's lick DMT. It's the one drug that nobody should take. uh, What was the one where you, like, people unzip themselves? Uh... (laughs) You what, was ketamine. I think we no. I think we might have discussed it. The one they sell on the boardwalk. Crocodile? No. Sell on the oh spice. It's, yeah, was that what it Did was? We, like the
0: fake weed. Yeah, it was yes. fake weed,
1: and that, yeah. One, that one was good. Fake weed and spice. Yeah.
0: We should. McCormick. Just, what McCormick? Okay. Oh, they m- more monuments. They, they can they can look at this absolute monument to a failure. Like, oh, they're probably just <laughs> wrapping up the podcast right now.
1: You keep
0: talking. I'm shutting this door. No, shut the door and i I w I've I'm gonna grandstand for a minute, guys. We're ten minutes into this episode and I'm cutting absolutely fucking none of it. This is what you get. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my fucking best here to to deliver Um Hardy No, I don't I I'm you know hearty meals. How fucking fitting is it? that the one episode where i'm talking about jeff hardy showing up high as fuck on heroin and not being able to fucking wrestle <laughs> oh, his match oh funny yes this is a special episode this is a special episode because i unbe- I accidentally
1: accidentally maybe maybe took too much medicine and that's what happens you know. yeah i've been taking these magic blue pills for my mouth and <laughs> and uh and on the label there's a very large warning that says like don't lie down for 10 minutes after you take this pill and i've never seen that on don't lie down a bottle for 10 of, minutes a bottle of pills wait like stand up for 10 minutes yeah like just stand up. Yeah, just stand. Just don't sit down. Should I? Or stand? Don't lie down. Maybe I should stand up. I don't. Am I standing currently? I the, Hello. I should hit the pen more. Yeah. I feel like my phone just went off. I, just, <laughs> I keep calling my pills blue magic. Like I've never seen. Like they're like bright blue. And I'm not supposed to lay, lay down. It's really weird. I don't know. I'm right. pretty sure it's antibiotics. And you get a raging hard on, right? And it's twenty minutes t- for four twenty minutes or twenty minutes in? Uh, no, it's four twenty minutes. So just like that's like, uh, and then it just and then it just, gotta get it,
0: get it here now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you just got to run. Got to run like, with it immediately. At the but end I can't of lie minutes. down. But at the
0: <laughs> oh oh, you get it. Okay,
1: all right. <laughs> you boner pills. But you can't lie down because you'll get crazy sick, and you know the p- the pills last ten minutes. But you yeah. can't lie down for ten minutes. Just die. It's over. You know? Do you just do you just risk it? And you're just like, well, fuck it. I'll just throw up and die. But it'll be worth it. I don't know. It's tough if you just bite yourself. And you're Like, <laughs> oh, I have to jerk off. I have to do it.
0: <laughs> oh god, guys, this may be the episode. It's not. I'm determined to. Uh, we gave this episode back to the people a couple of days ago, and I'm determined as mayor t- because we, you know, I've stepped back behind the curtain. Or not, behind. I haven't gone back. <laughs> I've come out from behind the curtain, God, and I've revealed myself. So, like, how if I'm going to run, you know, this this fucking campaign, I can't lie to the people, Tyler. You
1: can't. You Got to tell them the truth. Yeah, the truth is. God, John Cena is gonna... a goddamn communist, and he's there's his. nothing we can fucking do about China. it. with China. Look, you, want me, you want me explain it? Please. I'll explain it. It's time. Everybody knows who John Cena is. We already we already discussed it. World War II, veteran. Desert Storm, Operation Freedom, WWE. He's a veteran. And WWE 2, <laughs> <yeah. Yeah. laughs> WWE. <laughs> WWE 1, WWE 2, WWE. And he's in Fast and the Furious 9. And he went on a PR stint in Taiwan, and he made a uh, a statement that said he loves the country of Taiwan and the people in it. Now, to most people, like I, if I had just saw that, I wouldn't have even batted an eye. I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, China saw that, and they said, no, 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 no. Taiwan is a rogue state, or rogue province. It's like, we own Taiwan. They are not a country. Do not acknowledge them. You acknowledge us as their owners. And they, I assume, made him, along with the movie studio, go on Weibo, their social media, and apologize in Mandarin over and over and essentially grovel. To Mother China. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I am John Cena, and I am sorry. <laughs> uh, loyalty. Hustle. Uh, hustle. <laughs> loyalty and communism. <laughs> and communism. Yeah. Uh, John Fa- Cena, man. I am sorry. You're right. You guys own Taiwan. Come see Fast 9 this October. <laughs> you guys understand. When John Cena comes back to wrestle... Crowds
0: are going to fucking torture him over this for Ugh, ever, as,
1: as they should.
0: Because here's the thing, you know, LeBron James, when he does that shit, you know what? At a sports game, <coughs> well, there's going to be less. Like it's harder to get a directed chant going for a long time. A lot of time, you, like you can.
1: Do you remember but, the Taiwan and China with LeBron? Well, yeah, obvi- yeah, exactly. He did this. At, no, it was Hong Kong. Oh yeah, it was Hong Kong, and and his owner, the team owner, yeah, the team owner sided with the protesters, and LeBron, mm, like, shut that shit down. Was like, no, no, no. He, I, re, I educated him, I re-educated him, I re- and, uh, <laughs> and and I said, don't I said worry, coach. don't worry, China. Uh, he now, now he gets it. He Fucking coach he gets LeBron. It.
0: Yeah, co- he's co- LeBron James, is the coach of that team. Not a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: um yeah so
0: like again just kind of joining the course of people who like if china tells you to do something they'll just they'll just do it um and yeah guess what you just did it
1: can't tell me what to do
0: can't see me can't see me again you can tell me what to do depending (laughs) on that money yeah Yeah. i am a sellout i am also a man like
1: because it's I don't see that as a betrayal of America. That's the thing. It's like, eh, no, fuck. It's a business decision. He's probably got points on the back end on uh, on like box well, office yeah, but stuff. No, I just see it as like a shitty. Like you're
0: bowing, you're bowing to a, an obviously oppressive state. Um, again, that would be like if fucking you know John Cena went up there and said, uh, I don't know, what's some dumb the fucking the United States doesn't want you to know. I don't know, Donald Trump won the ele- lost the election. Oh yeah, and then like he made him go on, like I said, hey, you need to go on and apologize, <laughs> or we'll you know execute your family. Yep. Um. Which is essentially, it felt like a hostage thing. It really felt like John Cena was being held at gunpoint and his giant eyebrows, and he shouldn't have hair. Yeah, that, that uh, he the video he
1: sent in was,
0: was rough. He looked under duress. Yeah. Hot, sweaty. Kind of looked like us right now. Like us right now. He's, he's a mess like me, just an absolute fucking yeah. piece of garbage mess. But yeah, they, uh, no, you know. Listen, man, he... John Cena is, is a lot like you and me right now. <laughs> okay. He's broken. He smoked way too much uh, fucking CBD oil. All right, he's been he's been ingesting this shit for fucking days. We're, we both speak Mandarin. We, oh, both now of,
1: yes. both of us or you and Cena?
0: Yes, patreon.com slash M three podcast. <laughs> they did it wrong again. <laughs> All right, keep fucking going, John Cena. Mandarin communism. Oh yeah, everything everything. This is just proof that everything is collapsing, and we shouldn't try anymore.
1: Yeah. So I. I went in because I just don't know enough. But I like I you know I know like Tibet and Taiwan and China like long-standing history. You know monks. I I don't remember if that was like when the monks set themselves on fire. If that was part of that deal, but it all seems like intertwined. That yeah, of the world. I, and this like, and then the Hong Kong protests. It's China's decided to start inflicting way more uh, fists. Uh, you know just Ru- russia too. i mean
0: russia too like russia kind of started doing that shit first now it just seems like russia and china two yeah. people we've like historically kind of ever since the the cold war you know kind of chilled out i'm not too much for what was it foreign policy and shit like that but it seems like they were allies like we we didn't fuck with each other too much yeah now it just seems like uh now some shit's gonna go down
1: it, for a long time it was the uh I, you know i called it like um okay oh, like almost like a, a older sibling syndrome when like you and your siblings get, you get older and then like you guys are still fighting like your own kids, but then you get old enough to where you can legit hurt each other and somebody throws a punch and then somebody gets a broken nose. You're like, Oh, maybe we should take a pause on how, how we fight. This and was that the was, way that was world war two. Yeah. This was the way you and your brother
0: fought from what Brett has said to us multiple times. The, the regime of Tyler that the you inflicted.
1: Re- <laughs> yeah. I, I, the heavy, I was the not, heavy-handed regime I, of Tyler. I was not nice. It's okay. and But I remember, you know, we had one last fight, and we realized, oh, we can't do this. He he punched me in the face. I punched him in the face. Uh, or I, I hit him with a bucket. I forget what I... Mutually assured destruction. Yeah. We 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 both got one good hit, and oh, I think he hit me with a bucket, and I think I hit him. And then we both just went, oh, nope that's it that's done and i was like you know what i i played a prank and i i I dumped water all over his girlfriend's car and then we dumped a bag of flour on it oh my fucking god and then we sat on the roof and waited for her to come find the car she just got it washed it was so fucked up and like all she you know she was pissed my brother was pissed all of my friends bailed (laughs) they ran and i lived there and i was like Ugh so after a quick fist fight um I believe I helped clean it a little bit. And the nations have been at
0: peace yeah. ever since. you know? Living in harmony. But John Cena, one day, John Cena came riding a golden... I don't know what you would ride. Like, what, what's a communism
1: animal? I don't know. I don't know. He rides on one of those giant, like... Missile. Just a missile. Yeah. Like, you know, like into the middle of Madison Square Garden. What's the, like, the surface to air missiles that they put on big trucks and they drive, like, mobile SAMs or something like that? I don't know.
0: Missiles. They're all missiles to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So, yeah, it's all wrong. There is no hustle. There is no loyalty. There is no respect. Riding a dragon. There's, yeah, there is only John Cena riding a dragon, slowly burning every major arena that WWE runs in until there is nothing left. (laughs) <laughs> except for the People's Arena in China. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's called like the –
0: no, the People's Republic oh, no, no, no. of China. See, now this is a new stadium.
1: Oh, Follow it's a, me It's here. a new
0: state. It's a new state <laughs> stadium, right? It The whole state is one big stadium. Ooh. Well, life's a stage. Exactly. Yeah. But this is making it more of a literal thing. It's going to be John Cena's house. Uh, it's where John Cena's going to live in China and put on wrestling shows every single night as well as live podcasts which we will be featured in uh, get me out of this bit Tyler I'm not to be trusted with this podcast today yeah
1: you know I, I said something about a dragon and I immediately went I don't think I can talk anymore no <laughs> that's like, the point of this that's the point <laughs> I, was just like, I was like you know because I'm going to say something stupid and I'm just like <laughs> why? my body won't my
0: body will not pull these notes up oh man I could go don't there, worry right our now.
1: notes are horrendous this Damn. week Thin. Not even thin. We have a lot written down. They're not in order. I just, like In the middle of my notes is a picture of my tooth that I had removed on Monday. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with us? So this is a special episode because I asked Alex if he could do our down the toilet bowl section because I had mouth surgery on Monday and it's a little hard to talk and I have stitches. And actually I think one of my stitches is currently coming out and I thought about tugging on it on air and seeing if it would come out but oh dude it you
0: know what dude Let's, uh, we can start the fucking hole right
1: now if you want <laughs> because i
0: th- i feel like this is the only way that i'm getting out of this fucking trance i'm in right now when you when you get into your my tummy my tummy is 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 uh i was using the word so good earlier and i can't
1: remember a miss i tell you what we are we're gonna we're gonna glance we're gonna touch on something that's been <sighs> lightly discussed online and that I, we just we at least need to acknowledge mm-hmm. that has happened and you know we woke up today and we said this is this is what we're going to do today mm-hmm. we're, we're big boys, and we made this decision. we watched Rock of Love. <laughs> With Brett Michaels, and you know what? I have no regrets. We watched two seasons. Didn't quite make it into season three. We started watching Daisy of Love, oh, and that's fuck fine. The, the bus doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like Rock of Love. It feel. It feels very much like Guns and Roses, Chinese Democracy. It's like the, why are you still the first. The first episode, I was like, these girls aren't here for Brett. You know, <laughs> the first season, they're all right.
0: <laughs> that first season, they're there for Brett. That, some of them that like. In Rock of Love
1: Season 1 was not a hit. Or, I mean, it, it became a hit, but, like, they it, didn't know that when they were making it. No, it did really well in the ratings. Like it, it did really well. It exploded because that's, between that and Flavor of Love, that's what really, I think, like, Exploded VH1's reality show. Yeah, that hot, role. hot seven, oh my seven years. Fizzled S- out. Surreal life. I love New York. One of the subjects
0: of our whole dive today was a producer of one of these VH1 reality shows. Both of the Scott Bayo, 45 oh and single, and 46 God. and pregnant. Uh, Mr. Eric Bischoff,
1: who Scott will be a Baio, character. A rampant supporter of Senor president donald trump that's right yeah 45 not four. okay 45th president oh sorry it's,
0: i yeah. think i think that's the correct way to say it yeah he calls yeah.
1: the podcast like that m3 <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, we need an apology Dad, in Dad, mandarin go.
1: <laughs> we're gonna see it on his uh his quote-unquote social media it's just his website I where he just loves it. stuff yeah, it's his way it's four <laughs> foursquare
0: <Yeah. laughs> it's just city of cross is loud on right. foursquare
1: the city of Crofton website looks more legit than his website. Well, I have put time into that. It's it gets updated. <laughs> I'm working on it. I, I'm gonna get it number one on the Google. We're uh, we're rising through number a one lake. on the Google, dude. Could we do a rock of mayor or a mayor <laughs> of love? Let's do a rock of mayor. What we, bet, we could get what, Brett Michaels. What do something. we get? Like, are you
0: trying to date? No, citizens? See, that's the thing. No, is it? I think I'm trying to pick like.
1: It's you either a cabinet?
0: Like a cabinet or just a, like a vice mayor <laughs> picking you, your cabinet. <laughs> oh, dude! Yes, a reality show. Each season is picking a new cabinet member
1: because oh I'm mayor God. for life. Like, yeah, I can stress that. Thing Department
0: out. of Agriculture. <laughs>
1: We've got 25 (laughs) hot young singles here to vie for the position of Department of Agricultural Head, Head, Head. Be like
0: Bret Michaels the whole (laughs) fucking time. She's like, oh,
1: my dick was so hard this whole
0: time. So So, Rock of Love was just – it was – now, one thing I'll always notice about this old TV – uh, is when it's not in HD. When there's the bars on each side, mm-hmm. that's when it was just. That's when they switched to HD around oh eight oh nine. That's when everything was in HD. Yeah. Um, you probably watched when you went back and watched Charm School. That was probably in full screen without the bars. Most likely. Maybe it wasn't. But 07, you can just tell it was a different time. It was a
1: beautiful time. It was a. It was a. It was a beautiful Brent time. Michael's. Whoa, sh- I he, These women, I think one of the most upsetting things was that these women would spend hours getting ready and looking good for this show mm-hmm. every episode. And Brett Michaels would show up in fucking flip flops, oversized, really big like pants. And like I realize that style has changed, but I don't care because he he, he even for this time, you could have. You could have done something. Any sleeveless shirt, always wearing a bandana, which I, I read – Or the
0: cowboy – no, never mind. The cowboy he had, hat, yeah. If he had the bandana, there's one instance where he's not wearing anything, and that's the phone sex scene where he has the fucking – like sweatpants. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, he has, like, the pajamas set up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was watching what Michelle... Oh, my about Michelle. God. I forgot about the We're going nice to do a much pajamas. deeper dive into this, and we'll, we'll get to that project down the line. Oh, my God. But you guys need to just... It's free on Tubi. Yeah. Go on Tubi. Tubi has so much Free for life. Garbage. It's so amazing. So,
1: yeah. We started watching it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch Rocket Love. I was... Two episodes in, I'm on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. just like... Oh my God! Who, who? You know, I forget what season one was. I was like, is, is, is Amber gonna do it? Or I think that was season two. Oh, <laughs> so where's Daisy? <laughs> the fucking Daisy! And then me, me, and your partner Cat, we're having some issues right now. Oh, oh Jess, yeah. that's who season one was. So yeah,
0: Jess is, and me and Michelle were talking. About, she's a cosmetologist. When I met Michelle, her hair was exactly that color, hmm. styled almost exactly like that. And I was like, oh wait, that makes a lot of sense. Oh,
1: like, you, you know, what I realized that hairstyle is. Cause I was in love um, with that
0: girl, Jess. Let me tell oh you something. Oh my god!
1: She, and that girl, wit, her and her hairstyle. She looked like a. Uh, uh, did you ever see a Knight's Tale? Yes. It looks like the girl in that movie. Yeah. Like that—that like, that was her look. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she's she's doing the Knight's Tale. Just just pink. <clears throat> like I forget the girl's name, like something Mossman or. That was. I mean, that was like 07. Though, like that was the look. Like it was look. You know what? It was. A, it's a good look now.
0: It is, and you know what I'll say also about these these women. Fucking almost every single person on this show was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, was legitimately, I was like, man, this person seems awesome and fun. The uh, girl Brandy M. First, the the fact that it's uncensored on Tubi.
1: Oh, beautiful. Oh yeah, that that, that takes it to that, a whole new level. Alone is why you should go back and watch it. Everything there's no blurs. No, no blurs at all. Nothing. They leave everything was in it, there. Uh, um, I'm Heather, always topless, always. sunbathing topless at all times. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, always taking her top off. It's like, oh, yeah. They always sneak in, you know, and, nice nice little creep shots of that. And Brandy, M, that was the one that went to the hockey game, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. See, that's why I was just, like, i party with her. She she seemed fun. That's why yeah, Michelle was like, oh, I don't like her. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she, she she, went, like, was it four-wheeling or dirt biking or something? She she was doing all the, like, fun shit, I thought. Well, there was no way. Which one? Because there's Brandy's. There's the blonde Brandy, and then there's the... The one that b- almost made it to the end. The oh, one the hockey! Oh, yeah, the hockey, hockey one. Box. She was. She so also, yeah.
0: She was. She was the one who I was actually about to say. You know, like the beauty of it being uncensored. Like first episode, she's like, "Yeah, I want to fuck Brett Michaels." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This girl's hilarious." Yeah. And most of them come off like looking back on it now, most of them come off as really funny and charming people, and like, just like, yeah, like I want to win this fucking game. Yeah. Just played up their characters. They didn't come off as insufferable. Like maybe one or two. Came off as
1: a little annoying. And even the the one, um, I mean, the main protagonist of season one, Lacey. Is Lacey, like going you know, going back now and like reading like Wikipedia, because like, obviously that's all I did during oh, yeah. the show. No, is, she
0: knew it was both, like yeah. she played that she, up on purpose.
1: She was just like, I remember watching Flavor of Love and I went, who do I remember the most? New York. New York. And she got shows and deals, what, she get like four or five shows? She's like, I am going to be this show's New York and fuck it, I'm going all out He's like, and yeah, no, I'm going to be memorable, and she, you know. But was still pretty likable. Like, again, New York, uh,
0: Tiffany Tiffany Pollard, who I was really into that fucking show, uh, still am, that she would come off as, like, again, a real fucking, since this is the rest of the episode, like a real heel, man, a real bad guy. Like, she really made you dislike her. But in an inter- like the entertainment way, mm-hmm. like, you want to see come up, it's like when you saw her get kicked off of both times on Flavor of Love, there's probably some catharsis there. Like that, aha, Fuck you.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to be when you're the bad guy. That's you've, you're good. You've succeeded. Oh my god! What season? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, because they kept Lacey till like almost third, the very end. I think she was third. Yeah, I was, positive. I was, she was just third. like, I think it was Brandy M was four. Like the final four was it? Jess, Heather, uh, Heather, Brandy, Brandy, Brandy M, and Lacey. Lacey. Yeah, because yeah, they went to Vegas and Lacy and Brandy M got like. Shamammered and like threw, she Brandy, threw up like in her mouth and like all over the dinner and Brett Michaels got upset mo- almost every he... single time to- my favorite thing from this show is it's the same setup he's like I'm gonna get all the girls together we're gonna have a nice dinner we're gonna have some good food and he gets all the girls together and then he will say the most Fire controversial shit to get to start a fight, and then act like he didn't just start a huge fight. He'll just be sitting there, What's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Let's have a good dinner." He's like, "So, Brandy, you know, like, I heard that Heather called you a slut, and that you didn't like that, and that you said that you fucked this person, and stuff like he that." He loves calling You're, the people together, yeah. who have had conflict, and then put the conflict right on the table right at the start of dinner, and then he just like puts his he. Looks down and just like, it's like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Like a dad, he yeah. treats these
0: girls like he's their dad, <laughs> and it's so, it's so weird and it's, it's creepy because he asserts he is a dad. He, like he's, he is, but like these like are his daughters. Forty five, I think at this time. Yeah. You guys are my bang daughters. Is really yeah. what he's looking for here. Like, He's looking for sex. <laughs> he's always he's going, going outside working
1: out in the gym. he <laughs> yeah, is
0: outdoor fucking gym. Now, but really, like he has all these I like, like, Oh, I gotta call you aside. Like he's like he's like one half dad, one half boss, yeah, and one half weird fuck buddy. That ah oh, god when that girl Sam gets pissed off that like oh you made out with a girl in front of me it's like girl what do you fucking think yeah. what do you think oh he's doing God. in there Sam,
1: i forgot about that that
0: one she gets Look, she's like fifth
1: right everybody she, needs to go back and watch this show for real we're gonna do a much deeper dive into this but
0: rock of love free on tubi don't even make an account if you don't want to it's <laughs> here's, here's my account sign yeah but you don't you don't need it because it's free what if it's we, all free let's make an m3 sign it the m3 tubi sign and just mm-hmm. go watch whatever get fucking weird with it yeah you may be onto something. Maybe that's just for the patrons though. You got to pay. We haven't done an ad at all. I don't feel like. I don't feel like. Yeah, it's it. fine. They, I don't, no, I don't. I honest to God, do not feel like. I'll, grandstanding. I'll, that means
1: I get to do the ads. Do it. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. For the love of God. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. You can find us on there. Even if you don't listen on there, go ahead, pop over, give us a little five star. Maybe leave a little review. Do not hit that goddamn stick again. Uh, what is it? Uh, patreon.com backslash not the M3. Just blow it. Just blow it in your face while you're doing it. I never the ads. do these ads. Like, <laughs> oh, God. I'm cracking under
0: pressure. Big fat fucking vape ribs just blow it in your face while you're trying to do the ads.
1: <laughs> oh, See my why God. I'm important? Yeah. I'm <laughs> allowed to break down an episode. Patreon.com backslash the, the dollop. The oh, dollop. shit. Wrong Patreon.
0: I <laughs> I said – we didn't even talk about this for the entirety of the whole last episode. I uh, had said patreon.com slash the M3 podcast. That is not
1: <laughs> not what it, it is. is. At all. At fucking all whatsoever. That was, that was funny. So I fucked up. I, on the video I made, I crossed it out. I corrected it for you. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Appreciate <laughs> you pointing out my fails, my oh, fails, my man. flaws. Um, but, yeah, patreon.com slash m3podcast uh, because I cannot resist doing these ads. They call out to me because maybe if you guys lay your money down, Tyler can get some new shirts and we can, you know, I'm talking about the shirt you're wearing now. Don't look over it. i am make a photo. This is a direct – this, yeah, is, what a, this you, is a what,
1: goof on you. What did you ask me earlier?
0: <laughs> no, that's FireStop. Yeah. that What you have on there, I was, a, again, I worked in sprinkler fitting for like a year. I barely know anything. I sucked at it, but I know that's FireStop. Yeah. There's nothing
1: else on the planet that I does couldn't that. even tell you how old this is. What the fuck? Why I mean, do you, what were you using Firecock for? I've had this shirt, I I, I, I don't know, six years, seven years. Okay. So. Do you use Firecock? At work, sometimes yeah. you know. You, all right. I don't know why I would have been wearing this shirt at work, but you know, it's surviving. You did it. It's uh it's faded. It's pretty faded. No, I'm proud of you. I'm really have proud be, of you. I don't even think I have numbers on the back anymore. Nope. Yeah, that they came off. That's good, man. It's fine. Just keep anyway, patreon.com slash
0: M3 Podcast so we can get Tyler some new shirts. <laughs> that's the next bit. <laughs> then I get yeah, get Tyler and they'll just be M3 shirts. He's yeah. not allowed to. We have the sister to the traveling shirt, but that's only for
1: uh you know Yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta get that signed and sent out to our number one signer. Number number one that's the guy who's laid his
0: <laughs> money down down, down the best. Chet Chet Chesapeake here. Uh yeah, that was that's Matty Rockville, he's getting the shirt. Yeah. Um, you're live on the air, by the way. Love so
1: <laughs> that's it. Move on, Merida Maddie. Mary to Maddie.
0: Mary to Maddie. Rock of Love is absolutely fucking bonkers. Bonkers. And you all need to watch it. You need to soak it in with us. We're going to soak it in, take some notes, go over it. I need to finish it. I'm only halfway through the first season what yeah oh, and yeah, i already yeah. but you have to remember i've watched it already yeah yeah in its entirety and the reunions and then i did and a re- and then i did a rewatch
1: you, in like the 2010 you knew when we were discussing this the other day you were calling out all the shows that i had like the faintest memory was it joe millionaire mm-hmm. where i was just like wasn't there a show where like a guy pretended to be a millionaire you're like immediately You're like joe millionaire go watch this clip can yeah yeah <laughs> cannot be found anywhere same with rock. Uh, same with Tila
0: Tila Tequila show. I cannot find that anywhere. Um, the, oh, a lot of these shows they really don't want you to see. And for some reason, Rock of Love. That I feel like that's Brett Michaels. Like, nah, man, I I need my story. <laughs> yeah. I need my story out there. Uh, <laughs> I
1: all didn't right. realize he had how many more shows? He so he had three seasons, and then he had like two more shows on VH1. Yeah, he had um Life as I Know It. Mm-hmm. We will be watching these. Um,
0: I think he had one other one. I don't know. I can't wait to go back and listen to these Lacey podcasts because they probably, I don't know how good or bad they are, but I do. I know Big I John's she, on one of them. I think
1: she just interviews people from Rock of Love, That's right?
0: what, no, it's like, a, yeah, it's a podcast about Rock of Love. She knows what she's fucking doing. <laughs>
1: Which is awesome. Amazing. Spectre branding. Like, is it still going? No. Well, the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't, Weekly. Hasn't she talked to everybody? <laughs> oh my god
0: yeah she just keeps pumping it out anyway it's called talk talk of love i think and you should go listen to it yeah. uh, i haven't even gotten around to it yet but i will soon um anyway okay do you want to head down t- all right listen this has been a weird episode because i again don't feel quite right today i made a mistake i made a boo-boo i uh i fell down the hardy hole a little too hard i got to, a little too in character <laughs> before we're gonna talk about today so, no, nah, that does suck. I'm sorry. But I felt like shit the other day, so I don't know if I'm just, like, having anxiety issues or whatever, but we pod on. We pod forth. Um, if you would like to file any complaints, you're, you're more than willing, you know, willing, excuse me, more than welcome to do that at uh, patreon.com slash m3podcast. All right, let's do this. File that complaint. <laughs> Down the hardy hole. Tyler, I asked you today to get a, get a piece of paper out. Paper is here. We're gonna make it we're gonna make a map as good as we can. We're gonna at least have a diagram, however this goes. Try to document the story that I tell to you. It's as good as you can. But at the top, I want you to put the end of our story. The end of our story is one Jeffrey Nero Hardy. This, this is fun. I don't need
1: my iPad anymore. You do not.
0: You can lay it down. This is exciting. You can just relax. Let me tell you a tale. Let me yes. grandstand. Let me try to save. Let me try to save my part of this episode after just absolutely derailing the second piece of content we've done in a row. Alex, you're on fire, bud. So let's uh, let, me, let me let me let me take it to the end. Let me know when you write it down. So right, write Victory Road, 2011. TNA pay-per-view. Oh, we will talk about that name.
1: <laughs> Jeff Hardy. I already forgot what you wanted me to write.
0: Just write Jeff Hardy high on heroin. That's the thing oh, at the end. I'm I wrote the Hardy here. heroin party. The, you know what? That's in, a- in the ring. But you, you, All right, so you put that at the top. So we're going to put how we got there. You've already fucked this up. It's right. So that's the cover. That's the cover. Go to the... <laughs> Right. No, that's, that's However, where we, you need to get there. That's where we end. Then, all right, we get there. We end there. Okay, where are we starting? Well, Victory we, Road. No, no, Victory Road is where we end. Oh. Hardy heroin party. Yeah, so that's the Road. end. Is there? Gotcha. Hardy high on heroin, live on pay per view in the ring with Sting. We're breaking a promise. The crow. And we're doing wrestling. The crew. Ah!
1: Yeah, uh, not a wrestling podcast, but you know what? This is a this is a good story. Oh yeah. And so. I just physically can't talk as much.
0: No. And so. the one time that I needed to cover for you again, I pulled a You're... Jeff Hardy. I pulled a fucking Jeff Hardy. It all fits. It all comes together. I can feel my stitches. Yes, yes don't worry. We're just doing this main episode. I'm going to make it work for him. I'm, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I made mistakes, Jeff Hardy. Uh, but at least I don't record my own entrance themes. Ba- foreshadowing. Da-da-ba. Yeah, oh, foreshadowing. Right. So the Wait, he the did beginning, his own too, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, we'll get there. Yep. The beginning of this story takes place in 1998. Um, can't exactly remember the pay per view. Guess we're doing this off the top of my head. But uh, Jeff Jarrett holds up Vince McMahon for a quarter of a million dollars to drop the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship to one China, Joni
1: Lahr. That is where we begin. Okay, I remember. I remember these wrestlers. Yes. I I know who Vince McMahon is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is ninety eight. He said, "This is 1998, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, most So this is like, uh, like big like Raw's war era oh, kind yeah. of stuff.
0: The Monday Night Wars okay. are raging. There's people was, going. Was
1: SmackDown st- a thing yet? Or no, was that, that
0: was after. No, SmackDown came in 2000, so okay. it came near the end of the wars. The you, Monday Night Wars. You, you don't, don't even know. Do you
1: want to know why? I I think I." As you were getting ready to say it, I was like, mm. well, you know what? It's 2000. Uh-huh. And you want to know why I knew that? Why? Right. 9-11. The 9-11 SmackDown. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, 9/11, the legendary 9-11 SmackDown. <laughs> Everything goes back to 9-11. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always. Okay. 98. Jeff Jarrett <clears throat> v. China. V.
0: China. So you stopped watching wrestling. It's okay. It's all right. I forgive you. Yeah. Maybe you hung on till like, 2001, you know, and Stone Cold became
1: a bad guy. And you're just like, I don't want to hang out for this kind of shit. Right when – whenever they got ready to buy WCW. hmm Yeah. That was when I tapped out. It's just – And not even because of that. I was actually kind of excited for that. I think I just, like, I had a girlfriend, you know. You don't want them to – oh, Michelle yeah. didn't know about my fandom <laughs> yeah. for about two years <laughs> in. I, I was skateboarding a lot, playing music. I you mm-hmm. know, I just – I didn't have time.
0: Stop being cool. Maybe you held on till 2002 Maybe you were even crazy enough to hold on till 2003. If you did that, no, my my hats off That's to you deep though. Into it, high school, no exa- way. If, if, anybody, <laughs> if anybody, if anybody, anybody was able to hang on during those days, bless you, bless, bless you for what you tried to stay with. The times when there was no one and nothing left, there was no more competition. Everything was gone. In 2001, WWF buys WCW. ECW goes bankrupt. The wrestling scene as a whole dies because obviously it's like, you know, think of it like video games. You know, when video games crashed, when E.T. crashed video games, everybody suffered. It didn't matter if it was little independent video game creators. Everybody's going to suffer. So in 2001, when essentially two out of the, you know, three major North American wrestling companies go under in the biggest wrestling market in the world, Everything collapses. Everything falls apart. 2008 all over again. Everything, exactly. Everything. This was really, honestly, this was the crash of wrestling. The absolute
1: fucking, just demolition. Like, why did Vince think having no competition was a good idea? Well, pal, I'll uh, (laughs) I'll tell you something. Competition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) needs to bow at my feet (laughs) there will be no competition unless i
1: make it so pretty much that okay (laughs) you don't know this man is insane yeah he looks he's always looked insane vince
0: mcmahon we can go back further into 1984 vince mcmahon destroyed what wrestling was. He did bring it into the mainstream. He, he created WrestleMania. WrestleMania brought, you know, wrestling into Hollywood. But uh, wrestling used to operate on a system of territories and local TV deals and things of that nature, which oh, was always which was oh yeah, it was always going to change. There was Mid-Atlantic, there was yeah, just everywhere in the world was its own territory.
1: What was that Texas guy? The the, the family. The Von Erics Yeah, that one.
0: There was Look the at me. Yes, the Hearts. Bret Hart comes – his father was the uh, – the, one of the Canadian promoters yeah. in Calgary. Um, yeah, all over the place you can go. In. And it started with the WWF in the 60s. Vince buys it from his father, literally begins an expansion where he buys – just buys up other st- uh, promotions, TV slots, chokes them, starves them. Mm. That's how, not buying them out, starving these people. Oh. That's what he was out there doing. Like, you have to understand what this – meant. Like this was always the goal. There was never a goal to have competition make you better. Gotcha. The goal was always to consume. I am wrestling to the point where you cannot even say the word wrestling on WWE television. It's a big, whoa! It's like when you say bitch or shit. You can't say wrestling? No.
1: Oh, interesting. What does WWE stand for? World Wrestling Entertainment? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. They are WWE.
0: Oh, It stands for nothing. Nothing. As
1: does they stand for nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> stand for nothing just <laughs> like John Cena. Would Cena stands for Operation Freedom? <laughs> Operation <laughs> Operation Comrade Freedom. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah. So you understand what the kind of person you you know you're dealing
0: with, and I jumped yeah. ahead about three years, but you're dealing with them, and it's gonna really set up the whole Jeff Jarrett thing pretty fucking nicely. Uh, and I'm actually gonna play I wanna play a clip, but it's gonna be it'll be hard to insert it, so we'll play it afterwards. Okay. But you need to hear it because it's perfect. Um, so it, it's it's all over. The landscape is completely blown bare. Everybody who wants to work has to go to one company. People are losing their spots who are there, people you know, it just doesn't work, but there's also no competition. Things just become shitty and wrestling starts to suck. Hmm. If you remember why you loved wrestling in the nineties, it's because it was everything was there. WWF and WCW were stealing from ECW, which was essentially putting on R-rated to NC seventeen (laughs) rated movies as a wrestling product. (laughs) Borderline, problematic, and disgusting at times. Other times revolutionary. You know, like that's just what that time yielded. Yeah. It was creativity. It was, we need to fucking be better because there's other places for our wrestlers to go. There's other places for our viewers to go. We need to keep their eyes here. On USA. Exactly.
1: TNT. Characters, welcome.
0: (laughs) I am stealing my Vince McMahon impression from the Laps Fan Wrestling Podcast. When I'm stealing something, I need to say it out loud. And I know it's a Vince impression, but that's Jack Encarnacion's uh, Vince, Vince, the Lapsed Vince. (laughs) And I cherish that impression so much. So I'm going to... Now that you know, and I've credited it, I will be using it going forward when need be. Hey, thank you, Jack. Um, all right. So let's go back to nineteen ninety-eight. You have an idea of who Vince McMahon is? Ruthless. Yep. He wants to destroy his competition.
1: Competition only exists in my universe, <laughs> the WWE universe. Oh. Characters welcome. WWF. Now we don't say it anymore. We do. What, what, what the what's um... <laughs> um, pal, we don't uh, how... we don't say Man. WWF. <laughs> how, how bad was he when he lost that WWF? He, no, trade? he
0: didn't. He's just the fucking cheapest. He could have just paid them. It was easy. It, it's an easy thing. It's an easy thing. He went so far. There's another side mince rant, guys. This is why we started the <laughs> toilet all early. Um, I feel a lot more sober now because I'm <laughs> <on the> grandstanding. <laughs>
1: Wait, wait. I'm gonna preface it. They used to be called the WWF World Wildlife Federation. Said that's our name, and then they changed it. Not to the even WWE. that.
0: Just like, look, we need a little cut. Like, we, if we're gonna use, like, have the same name, we we need you to pay us. A little, you know, we just need a little bit. It wasn't a lot. And Mitch was like, no, oh, no, fuck them. And he already wanted to move away from it anyway and be entered. This was all. It makes sense. It's just it fits him. He wanted this. He fucking wanted. He
1: this. He wanted to make movies, but well, oh, we make. Uh,
0: did you have you seen that Have you seen that scene? What scene? Though we make movies. No, I. What the fuck? You. <laughs> I right, just... You just did some shit. <laughs> you literally just did a scene from Beyond the Mat with Vince, and I'm freaked. Oh, out. really? Yeah. And I, you really just freaked me out. Uh, now I feel less sober again. God damn it! All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So. Characters welcome. So let's let's just get back into this. I, I can grant time forever. Vince, fucking crazy uh, person. Yep, yeah,
1: there you go. Um, I
0: got my no, my noodle paper. Let's go to 1998. day in question. Okay, Jeff Jarrett. V Jeff China. Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, equally a bit of a carny, <laughs> <laughs> comes from the Jarrett family. His father Jerry Jarrett was a, again a, a promoter in the territories. Like his blood runs deep in this in this business, um, and again, so does his carny roots. Go back further, wrestling comes from the carnivals. That's where the term mark comes from, you know. Mm. That guy's a mark, you know, chalk mark on your hand, whatever. Um, so the people who've promoted wrestling and it, you know, becomes a family affair obviously share traits and it kinda gets passed out and that's where the seediness has always come from and it's never Quite been able to go because Vince just won't die, <laughs> <laughs> and you know these promoters—they learn. You know what I mean. When the guy at the top is like that, even though there are people who want to be revolutionaries, it's understandable. Yeah, you, you kind of mimic that. Jeff Jarrett was at the time the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, number two belt in the company, kind of like the secondary champion. Mm-hmm. Um, due to a <laughs> gross oversight. His contract was due to expire that night, the night of this pay-per-view where he was supposed to lose the championship to China, revolutionary female wrestler, Joni Lahr. Um, That night, Jeff Jarrett shows up, looks at Vince McMahon and says, yeah, I'm going to need a quarter of a million dollars to drop this belt. Baller. Just baller. Literally holding it up for ransom. What you need to understand that two things have happened about, you know, two... About a year and a half and, and two years prior, respectively. In about 1996, was it? Uh, then in the WWF was a lunge of blaze, and WCW was known as Medusa. Same thing happened. She Her contract expired while she was the WWF women's champion, showed up on WCW television, threw the belt in the trash can. It's well, very and then you know move again. And then obviously the Montreal screw job where Brett Brett Hart was the WWF champion in the last month of his contract, he was going over to WCW and they needed him to drop the belt. He would have done it to anybody but Shawn Michaels. They just wanted it to be Shawn Michaels, so they screw him over in the middle of the match. Huh. And they actually, you know, that's a whole nother thing. So there's a there's like a precedent set for like what could happen. And Jeff Jarrett's on the other side of this. He's like, I can just I have the belt. I just won't go out there. Just walk away. Walk on television, drop it in the fucking garbage can. You know what I mean? You just yeah. do all that kind of shit. Um,
1: Disrespect the belt. Disrespect the belt. Never.
0: <laughs> but obviously, and it's it's very easy, you know, if those who are listening who aren't too familiar with wrestling, obviously, yes, wrestling is real. It's work. Uh, it's scripted and predetermined. This stuff here, everything we're talking about, this is the, the real t- stuff. <laughs> this is the stuff that actually happened. That was foul business practices that – the fact that these guys were able to get away with this type of shit, it it was hidden beyond, you know, under the guise of, well, we're just characters.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm Vince McMahon. I'm Mr. McMahon. I'm a character.
0: They're allowed to get away with it. Wrestling has been able to get away with so many things for so long because we're characters. It's not real.
1: That's how uh, Hogan won his case? Kind of. I don't fucking know. He said – he won that case because he was bankrolled by a billionaire. But yeah, uh, his, his argument what, what was it? yeah, there was a, his argument was like, well, no, Hulk Hogan is a character. Mm-hmm. It's like I am Terry Bollea. T- yeah, and they're just like, sir, you wore your headband or your your in bandana court. in here, and he's like, well, yeah, it's my court, it's my dress bandana. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's because I gotta be my character out in public. He's like, so then your character is you. He's like, well. No. Yeah. <laughs> Look, can't see me, I'm in Operation Comrade Freedom. <laughs> yes. But this obviously um
0: you know, during this 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 time, Vince was very big on promise a match, you deliver a match. Ultimate Warrior did something similar to this, held him up for a quarter of a million dollars before a match. But he didn't have a contract, like he was looking for an extension, thought he got his way, as soon as the match was over, he got fired. Oh. Jeff Jarrett's leaving. You know what I mean? He's going to WCW. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So he gets his money, goes out there and drops the belt. Scampers off to WCW.
1: Man, quarter of a million dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to think And this like, is 1998. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I was trying to think, I was like, well, I was like, oh, maybe it should drop it in the hat. I was like, nah, I'm a quarter million, like. That's big money. Yeah, that's big fucking money.
0: This all. Ties together, my friend. That money, that doesn't just sit in old Jeffy's bank account.
1: I say, like, you you could do something with that. Mm-hmm. That's honestly, I, I probably would have retired. But... Now, oh, see, that's what you could have done, but no, that's not what you. Like, come on. Carney's going to Carney, baby. That's 250 million. Like, you can retire and be mm-hmm. perfectly fine. So, Jeff Jarrett saunters
0: off the WCW, has a couple of world title reigns in the dying company that is WCW, run by the madman that is Vince Russo. He's a very minor character here. I th- wait, I thought that was. No. So there's two I Vinces. Vince Russo.
1: No, Eric Bischoff.
0: Eric Bischoff I... is more of a major one. He's he's the vice pres he's the president of WCW. Sort of the oh, okay. sort of the counterpart to Vince McMahon, except Vince owns his company. Eric Bischoff doesn't own WCW. He's Gosh. in charge of it. Okay. But he doesn't own it. Ted Turner owns it. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, okay Yeah. Ted Turner is here too. <laughs> a lot of people here. We got a lot of characters. A lot of
1: characters. Cur characters. Char- characters welcome. Turner classic movies. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the
0: Turner. You don't realize how like intertwined you know all this is. Now, why does Ted Turner own WCW? You <laughs> it, it. Wrestling made Ted Turner. No That's shit. Too far, yeah, that was the soup. The super station, the TBS super station. The anchor show was a uh, World Championship Wrestling, huh. M W. Yeah, and made the station. That's why WCW would have stayed on the air. Forever, but that's that's getting us into our next yeah. stage of the story. Yeah, I'll, st- well, I'll, stop. I'll stop. No, please, you know? please, please ask questions because I'm having so much fun. You no, know, <laughs> you know, my my
1: dick. <laughs> I willingly. <laughs> it's just like
0: here, have take take the podcast. Have,
1: have your wrestling episode. Yes. You know? this
0: is the only thing keeping me in reality because I feel like this. I don't know. It's like getting an adrenaline shot. Like it's going to wear off in a little bit when this episode's over. I'm gonna be outside shaking. Like what's
1: wrong? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I ruined it. Um. So. He gets that quarter of a million dollars. Scampers off the WCW, like I was saying, run by the madman Vince Russo. The company's not doing too great right now. 1999 began a real downturn for WCW. It, to be nice, was fucking garbage. (laughs) It was just bad. It was just really fucking bad. Didn't make sense. It wasn't a wrestling product. It was run by, again, Vince Russo, who's like, it's fucking television, bro. It was almost everything that Vince McMahon makes it now. You know what I mean? It's like just... It's episodic TV. We're sports entertainment. We're not wrestling, you know? Like what's let's, let's fucking have, you know, miscarriage angles and breakup angles, or whatever Misc- oh my God. Which WWF was doing too, you know, but like yeah. it was just so much worse over there. It's just everything fucking sucked. So obviously WCW would have been there forever though. It made it made the suit you know, TBS. It was on TNT at the time, but obviously TNT, Turner Classic movies, TBS, they're all under the same umbrella. Except in two thousand one something happens. Turner gets bought out by Time Warner. Ted doesn't have a fucking say anymore. So the new executive, literally on one of his, one of the first decisions that he makes is, we're getting this fucking shit off our television. In the year 2000 alone, and I'm gonna, this is a real number. This is not Stoned Alex. This is a real number. In the year 2000, WCW lost $52 million. Lost? Lost lost the company operated at a
1: two thousand. 50- how did you how do you lose that much? wrestling was like killing it at that time right i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not crazy like i all the mm-hmm. video games mm-hmm. and so it what goes to show using? it goes to show where this where this company was like was it wasn't printing money like the, there was no
0: war at this point it was oh the war was over the war was absolutely over WWF had established absolute dominance over mm-hmm. it had just fallen off the fucking rails a lot of this is because again WWF Vince I am the Czar I run you you won't be happy unless I say you're happy <laughs> in WCW er- Eric Bischoff's ATM Fantasyland. Just eh, do whatever you want. The people had creative control. Wrestlers had creative control. Hulk Hogan, he could be told like, "Hey, we need you go out there and have a match with Bret Hart tonight, and you know, lose in ten minutes." Like, oh, doesn't work for me, brother. You can just say that uh, R- written oh. into his contract. Oh, this is written into multiple wrestlers' contracts. You're trying to put on a fucking television show. Imagine, imagine what you had to – the fucking bullshit you had to have fucking happen to me. You know what I mean?
1: Just it—it
0: it was chaos. It was just chaos. Absolute fucking chaos. It's like an
1: actor showing up on a. On a set, and they were like, All right, here's the scene you're going to do today. They're like, Yeah, no, I think actually we're going to do this scene today. Imagine that movie, this, no, this is the end, right? Mm-hmm. All those, you know, the famous actors
0: of the 2010s. Imagine, but everybody had control over their own parts there. <laughs> that's fucking WCW, though. It's just absolute <laughs> fucking madness. They've Their audience is just hemorrhaging. It is so low brow and awful. And this is compared to WWF, which that's low brow and awful. Like, so it's just. Yes. Rungs it rungs and rungs and of blo- rungs. To be blows. low brown and
1: just have everybody look at him like,
0: come on, man. Yeah. Come just on. absolutely absolutely terrible. Um So, well, Time Warner, the the merger happens and there was, you know, plans again, just because Time Warner, they wanted to sell Turner wanted to sell WCW. That doesn't mean it was gonna not exist anymore. Eric Bischoff, here he comes, kind of like fully entering this. Eric Bischoff put together a, a media group, Fusiant Media Group, to purchase WCW. The deal's gonna happen. It's gonna go down, but at the eleventh hour, Turner not only decides they want to, you know, drop the drop the property as like we don't own it anymore, we're not putting it on our television. WCW without television is, as Eric Bischoff said, utterly fucking worthless. Not worth it's literally worthless. Yeah. There's no television you're literally buying a bunch of you're not even buying the contracts because the contracts are owned by time Warner you're <laughs> buying a bunch of rings and properties and belts and shit and a tape library which they didn't really know at the time. The tape library ended up being you know
1: worth something absolutely
0: so it goes from a company that's like valued like like hundreds of millions of dollars or at least fifty millions of you know what I mean Stuff, yeah. something like that w w f purchases it purchases it kind of swoops it at the last second when everything falls Ooh. apart. <laughs> Do you want to? you want to guess? And I'm gonna pull up the exact number, but I want I want this to stay hard. So I want you to try to guess uh, how much WCW was sold for. And I'm gonna pull up the exact number. I, I remember what it was, but let me just get the exact one here. And I want to guess from you. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, that's that's so much worse that I. Yes, that is bad. How much did WCW? A company that was able to lose. So imagine if they were to lose $52 million in a year, what do they have? What were they purchased for?
1: Uh, and this is after there's no TV contract? TV contract is done, <sighs> man. I mean, $25 million. Close, in a sense. Okay.
0: $2.5 million. <laughs> I want you to think for a second. Oh, my God. That's
1: that's like a house. Mm-hmm. And like... then
0: and then an additional, the, they had to pay an additional uh, 1.7 for the tape library. Okay. Bringing the total to 4.2 million. Now, let's look at just that tape library, okay? Tyler, we're not divulging anything about anyone here, okay? We're not going to dive. We're not naming names. We're not naming financial records. But let's be honest about this circle. Maybe add Brett and Sasha, right? Let's add the circle. Maybe even give us three years from now where we are in our lives. hmm Feasibly, I feel the six of us could have purchased the WCW tape library with some sort of loan, like obviously going forth and going to a yeah. bank. We could have been capable. Uh, the M three, yeah, that's group. not a lot of money. We could have purchased the WCW tape library and made a fucking killing off of selling tapes. That's what they get this for. It costs them four point two million dollars. In some cases, that's like. You know, like a Steve. Not even, I don't think that's a Steve Austin contract, but that's just that's a big money contract for for someone. Everything, the entire
1: oh history, <laughs> heart, soul. What a fucking strangled steel. Mm-hmm. Good lord, mm-hmm. so cheap. Mm. It is fucking crazy. Like at its height, how much was WCW worth? You think?
0: Like how much was WCW worth at its height? I'm mean, not supposed that was yeah.
1: WCW... Like my guess, uh, I don't know. I'll go like, I will go 175. Because
0: I read a book about this, and I, and I I can't fucking believe I I can't remember. Um, so I'll go 175. I, I mean, like it, it just I, I can't pull that. Up. It's a lot. It really is, and I I can't pull that up directly right now because I'm not seeing it. Yeah, but um. They blew so much fucking money on contracts and shit you have to imagine they had you know WWF was just itself this was a uh, a company that's owned by Turner I'm very off the mark here this is still about Jeff Hardy doing heroin I yeah. swear to God I've got my list <laughs> that's why we're keeping track uh so the companies obviously fall apart there's nowhere else to work it's over Jeff Jarrett on live television the night that this was announced because this happened very quickly. And they very quickly, again, the the go-home show for WrestleMania 17, the biggest wrestling show that's ever happened. To this day, it's not been topped. It's where Austin, you know, turns, turns heel, becomes uh-huh. a bad guy. It just fell into their lap that the purchase of WCW went through right before their go-home show for WrestleMania 17. So they decide to have a simulcast. The last Monday Nitro, oh. Vince McMahon is going to show up on the end of it. So... He shows up at the beginning of the broadcast, Vince McMahon's on fucking WCW. It's fucking crazy. And of course does just the whole like wow, Vince WCW is in the palm of my hand. Oh my, yes. Fully just like yes. I win. I own you.
1: I win. I uh, win. Uh, <laughs> Rubbing his nipples. Win me daddy.
0: Yes. Um, you know, uh, goes on here, does the whole thing. Uh, obviously, the show ends. in storyline, the way they were able to do this was that his son Shane actually bought WCW. And that's the big thing that gets uh. revealed. And they had a storyline there. But what we're looking for here is in the middle of the show. At one point during Raw, Vince takes a look at the camera. You see him. He's watching both, uh, <laughs> both monitors. He has Raw on one TV and he has Nitro on the other TV. I may not have got over Monday Nitro was the the weekly television show for WCW. He's looking at both. He's watching the TVs and he's like, oh, he's like "Look at this." He's like, just, "Just I can't even remember exactly, you know, word for word." He's just out there talking shit. Yeah. And then he comes to. I think Jeff Jarrett's on the screen. And he's like, <laughs> "Jeff Jarrett, remember him? Let me take you back real quick." Jeff Jarrett, his his catchphrase in the WWF. He was like a country singer gimmick. It was like J E Double F E R Double E like that yeah, he would spell mm-hmm. his name like that, you know?
1: Double F Jarrett. And I'm that damn Carney. carney. <laughs>
0: yeah, just absolute carney shit. But he would say it like that. Vince McMahon on his television show. No one wrote him this script. He's live. The greatest, most almost sexual moment of his life it has to be. <laughs> He's staring at Jeff Jarrett. A man whose company he just destroyed—not his, but like he's destroyed his employment. The only other place he can go work in North America. He's staring at him on the TV, and he turns in the camera, and he's like, "Ha <laughs> ha, Jeff Jarrett." How did he say his name? I was like j e w a He's like, he's like, how about G O Double N Double E? gone (laughs) fires jeff jarrett live on monday night raw in a sexual explosion of vengeance Uh. (laughs) jeff jarrett would not return to wwf television until 2019
1: oh that's a almost 20
0: years yes it was (laughs) fucking hilarious jeff jarrett sees this he eventually departs. You know, he saved up a little bit of money. He has this quarter million dollars that he's <laughs> has sitting in the bank, fleeced off of events So it's all over. WCW's in shambles. There's nowhere else to work. The wrestling wrestling business is just falling apart. There is nothing. And on a fishing trip with one guy I can't remember, Jerry Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett, they conceive. <sighs> This wasn't the name of it at the time. Goddamn fucking Vince Russo, that's psycho, came up with it. But they conceived what would eventually become TNA Wrestling. Uh,
1: ah, I yay. remember this.
0: Yay! It's funny. Spike. Tits and ass.
1: Spike? Yes. Yeah. I Spike. definitely thought it was tits and ass. Is oh, that what it stood for? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: This this company was just the the fucking. Uh, The DMT, or Crocodile, of the wrestling world. It was just the filthy meth head of the wrestling universe for two years. From its very first event till sometime in 2004, this company did not have a television deal. You had to call your (laughs) pay-per-view provider. Yeah, this really got you. And it seems so normal to me. and just shows how detached I am and how fucked up wrestling has made me. What you had to do to watch TNA, it had a two-hour, not a weekly television show, a two-hour weekly pay-per-view that you had to call your pay-per-view pay-per-view provider every week, paid nine ninety-nine for. <laughs>
1: yes, every you single how week. How much of a die-hard fucking wrestling fan I would have to be in order to like even think about pay. <laughs> like, not. It's not even like a necessarily a special episode. Mm-hmm. It's just just the weekly. Man, what you pay for your Netflix subscription and what year this was every week two 000- thousand and two. Two thousand two to two thousand four, yeah. I guess streaming wasn't really. No, nope. this was it. Yeah, this was
0: it. This is what you like that, the, and you know what? It worked. Well, they through just I. I feel like God spiting wrestling. You know, just like you're <laughs> like ah, uh, you know, we don't want this to succeed. For two years, actually grew. Actually actually grew, actually grew, had had big stars come in, had our main event here, Jeff Hardy, come into TNA during 2000, right as they got their first TV deal, not with Spike, but with Fox Sports Net. In 2004, right as they got this first TV deal, Jeff Hardy comes in for a short stint after being released from the company for a drug-related offenses. Released from? WWE. Okay. Yes. He was released from the company for drug-related offenses. This is not the the run though. This is just his first run of TNA because he's welcomed back into the fold about two three years later.
1: Um, so, so just keeping my notes here.
0: Oh yes, please, please. I I just uh, I got a text. Sorry, they did not understand how how down the fucking hole we are right now.
1: They got they got to know. Mm-hmm. And now now Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Now Jeff Hardy is for, there in two thousand four. I would like to. I would like to just. Pause here. Yes. And just talk about Jeff Hardy. Please do. So, if anybody doesn't know, or it's slightly resting, it was him, like, when in, like, the golden age of Jeff Hardy. It was him and his actual brother? Yep. yep okay. Actual brother. Him and Matt, and they were tag team champions. I mean, God, yeah, over tag. Over and over again. And, like, this is the era of TLC. Yeah tables ladders and chairs matches them like mm-hmm. the Dudley
0: Dudleys and Edging Christian.
1: Yeah. So Chris this was...
0: was involved in one of those if you could believe it.
1: Oh, well. All these people with damaged brains. Hmm, makes a lot of sense. And uh yeah, so this is I remember Jeff Hardy from that golden age. Most people of... I talk to that are casual fans know Jeff Hardy like sticks out to them. He well, was very popular. They were very I mean, and they went if you were kind of like doing the you know, Leaning into that, especially, the, like, the, the pop-punk era of that time, I mean, that's when, like, Hot Topic and pop-punk and everybody, like, dressing just like, like the Hardy Hardy Boys or Hardy Brothers? Hardy, Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Which, With a Z. Yeah, oh, okay. Yep. That's a whole other thing. They kept the Z forever. Uh, all right. <laughs> they didn't need to. Yeah. Well, were they going to get sued from, like, the the book? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Continue. um but yeah so like i this is this that's the look and the golden age and that so that that must have been like late 90s then right is that when they were yeah okay because I'm, I'm trying to remember when i tuned out because so they were a tag team late 90s
0: early t- and then early 2000s they split up okay and they both again had respectable solo careers
1: they really did they really made themselves why, why did they separately. split up just done doing the tag team thing
0: because in w w f you split up because ta- tag teams are born to split up. It's just a dumb fucking yeah. thing. I don't know. It was really stupid. It was.
1: St- it seems kind of tricky when your entire gimmick with a tag team is like, well, like, did the Dudley boys break up? Yeah, they went out to do. They everyone did Edge
0: and Christian, but like they all kind of went on to do their own things, and more yeah. people were successful. Edge and others. Christian
1: splitting up seems fun. They don't seem as tied to each other. Like, yeah. The other two groups seem like like literally your whole. Sh- you guys are like dressed the same. Every
0: tag team you know is broken
1: up. Yeah, I'm so- it's every single it's one. Just, I mean, best tag. T- obviously, the best tag team ever: Rocket Sock Connection. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> doesn't really count, but kind of counts, I guess. It's, it counts. Did they win? That doesn't make it count. Did they? Did they win a tag team belt?
0: No. 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 As far as I know, they didn't. Well, Maybe I could be wrong, though. Anyway, not a wrestling podcast, guys. We're getting to heroin here, okay? It's yeah. almost heroin time. Actually, I just
1: wanted to – yeah, <laughs> we're
0: good. I just wanted to – I love the Candyland-like <laughs> fucking map. It's actually – you made a board game of this. Um, all right, so where, where are we at here? We were at uh, 05, Hardy, yeah. he's been – he's been kicked out. This guy gets arrested for drug-related offenses all the fucking time. Which to this day, still, like he did a year ago. Okay. It's a very regular
1: occurrence for this man. Yeah. He, he, that's amazing. Obviously. And that's, yeah, that's like not okay. Like, How is he just, not getting thrown in jail? The hardy boy, you know? He's,
0: damn it, damn it, damn it. He does,
1: he on and, yeah. and yeah. He, asked, he asked the cops, like, well, jump off of something, make the charity. <laughs> He's like, like, looking jackass. Mm-hmm. Like, let me get out of this ticket. I'll shove I'm, a rocket up my buttons. So, so surprised he has a Marjorie.
0: So surprised he has a Marjorie. Um, believe it or not, Matt Hardy had more of a Margera than Jeff did. So, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, um, that's I, can, I need to get another surgery, and then right. I'll, I'll allow this. <laughs> um, but pretty much, you know, what you're noticing here is Jeff Jarrett was forced to create this abomination that was TNA, where these re- these drugged up wrestlers were allowed to go as their refuge after being fired. It was sort of the running joke was, uh, you get fired to WWE, you just go there. It got to the point where that company would actively take their homegrown talent and uh, push the WW, XW, WWE guys above them, just blatantly. It was Ooh. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Booker T came in, Kurt Angle came in, Kevin Nash came in, Scott Hall came in. All these old oh, wow. fucking dudes. Yes, in two thousand and like seven, doing this shit. Oh, like, oh seven. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Like just and this like, company had fucking homegrown talent, like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, fucking uh, Frankie Kazarian, like these incredible. Main event level guys that just got pushed, you know. I huh? know, I know, AJ Styles. I know the name. Mm-hmm. He's around now. He's one of the old timers now. He made his way to to the Fed because you know you can't get away from Vince. He, I get you eventually. <laughs> so, you you get a sense of what this fucking company is, okay? Well, Jeff Hardy eventually leaves and and you know goes back to WWE WWE. Excuse me, It's now changed. Uh, becomes a world champion there. Actually has, like, Ooh. more success. Yeah, he's he won the world, oh, three world championships. Two WWE titles and one world heavyweight title, or could be the other way around. They have two world titles there. It's very weird, very stupid, but nonetheless, those are world championships. Top belts. Did it on three occasions, and that's really good. In, like, 2010, he's released again cool. <laughs> for drug offenses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who... We'll take our dear, the departed Jeff Hardy now. Who will take him? He goes back. TNA, in his pres- in his absence, has just fallen further and further out of just everyone's fucking... I think at this point they're off Spike. No, they're still on Spike. But, um, I feel you got to really want to try to get off Spike. They were kicked off. They still were. It happened. They got kicked off? <laughs> yes, they're not oh on Spike. God. They got kicked off. They're on access the 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 company that owns them had to buy access so they could be on there it's a big thing oh my god yeah they got kicked off fucking spike so hardy goes home hardy stumbles his way home to TNA to have just the run of his lifetime they let him record his own entrance music which is god awful they let him design his own world title belt which he wins right
1: yes they don't have, like, a designated belt? They do, but they just decided... They let him design yep. his own? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm going to show it to you right now, and
0: you're going to be like, what the fuck like is the, that?
1: Like the entrance song, I was like, all right, I'm sure that was nope. shitty and vapid, but... So I'll share, Let me share. show you the... Um, I'll show you two. So we have the Jeff Hardy TNA belt right
0: here, and I'm going to need you to take these clips. Um, and then the TNA world... Uh, okay, we're going to get that, too. Um, so this was... The, the, this is the original belt, and this is one of the more popular ones. Actually, one of the more popular world titles that's ever existed. Pretty cool, like a fucking belt. Oh, let me see that. that- it's a pretty radical fucking little world title belt, isn't it? Looks legit. That
1: looks legit as shit.
0: That looks that looks legit. T
1: N A. I like the X. Is <laughs> that, it? What's the X supposed to? Is it supposed to kind of look like an X? Where? Where is it? In the look beginning? at like well, like oh the T- yeah, yeah. T N A logo. It's like kind of has yeah. an X built into because it because they have like Extreme. something. They have something called the X division, you know, which is uh, it's hard to explain. Okay.
0: Now that's that's cool. Right now, when Jeff Jeff Hardy subsequently wins that belt,
1: I want my own. Can I can I put a quick pause here? Oh please. Um this could start a tangent and that's mm-hmm. okay. The belts. Mhm. Who decided that that was a thing? That goes back that's that's
0: like a deep one. That's like back in the 30s and 40s, you know okay. what I mean? I was just and wondering. then they just got more extravagant and a guy named Reggie Parks, there was really like one guy who revolutionized wrestling belts because they were always pretty rinkity-dinkity, and then the WWF ones were always really good. The NWA World Title, the 10 pounds of gold. oh wow. Really fucking nice. Just again, you got to think because that comes from boxing. That comes from a lot of fight sports. Uh, okay. T- title belts have always kind of been a thing. In rodeo, they okay. haven't left. They have the belt buckles. They kind of never got bigger, you know. Okay, it's
1: now, just something you know. You had, know it's funny. I, I, I didn't even think about like the boxing mm-hmm. also having it too, and I, I could see that then definitely sharing and stuff. I was just like, hey, what's with the belts? And like, they if you start like a whole new league, like I don't, I don't know. Well. Yeah, you know, things y- y- I like, things I don't know and I don't think about it. And I just, you know what? You you explained it perfect. You know, I don't want to stop you too long. No, no, no. And I, I'm glad I'm glad you did because it helped kind
0: of build up the dramatic pause of uh, What do you think Jeff Hardy's belt look like? I,
1: I don't know. It probably looks like a uh, a fuck. What the fuck is this? Yes. And this. So this is the belt that replaced yes the other belt. Mm-hmm. Now let's say Jeff Hardy. Re- I'm going to describe this in a second. Jeff Hardy wrestles... Make sure you put them in the description for the episode. Please, oh, please, please. Yeah. We need you to see these belts. So, <laughs> Jeff Hardy wrestles somebody. He loses the belt. They get this belt. There we go. That ties into the next thing. So Okay. We've... Let me describe this for a yeah, second. Yeah, go ahead. So the belt you showed me before—if anybody's seen wrestling—the uh, big, the big gold yeah, belt. It's, it's the, just it's a the, nice gold wrestling belt. It's yeah, cool looking. Yeah, and you'll have like one big centerpiece, and it's usually pretty intricate. And probably has like maybe you know the name of the whatever they want, yeah. and like the logo. You know, It's nice stamped gold, and then you'll have a couple of like uh, almost like plaques around the belt maybe with like uh, side plate yeah side them. plates. you might have some other information maybe historical stuff i don't know i don't know yeah. if it's like a stanley cup thing where they put sometimes on it. some belts yeah okay you know mostly like the more like the japanese belts they do that it's more sport based okay. but which is that that's kind of cool i, I mm-hmm. would do that um Black and gold is seem is usually like the yeah. color scheme. White her.
0: occasionally, yeah, a, yeah. a red, nice red strap on some of them. He you knows. maybe a silver. It does. There's nice little changes. Okay, but, okay, yeah.
1: This belt looks like a a, a clown also was a sheriff. <laughs> it is purple with like sheriff badges as the placards, <laughs> and then I don't know. Is this a lion as a centerpiece? That's or his like, face. That's Jeff Hardy's face. Jeff Hardy's, Jeff Hardy's face. That's his face? Yeah. It looks like a um, a warthog with a lion's mane <laughs> is the best description. But yet also, I don't know, it's some, what's a, the uncanny <laughs> valley uh, term where it's just like, I can't quite place it. It's kind of not real. Right. What? it, Yeah and these, camp, these it's, quackers, his custom, it's his custom that's his custom belt they don't match what are these what is this color scheme there's orange now you got the think. color orange is just off to the side somewhere in a circle oh yes for what like yeah what's that yeah it is what is that color orange that's orange what is this color blue that's blue nothing ties together it all ties together baby it's it, all together what are these faces this, this is one. horrific yeah yes this now, is why you don't let people on drugs decide <laughs> design, design, drugs design anything. things. That so, other belt you showed me was beautiful. It was. It was great. You know? Now This is Carney Magic. You, you Oh Carney Magic. You want to
0: talk about Carney Magic. So the rest of this, how this all finished and no one died, that's that's true, Carney Magic. This belt. Now you know what? If that's just Jeff Hardy's belt, you know what? There have been personalized belts in wrestling before. It's happened um it's actually funny the big gold belt the one that's all it's based off of that was made for rick flair it was okay. there was a different belt that was made for him he had a, you know he wanted a big fancy one for himself in, in storyline ted dibiase had the million dollar championship belt because he could never win the wwf title so he's like well i'll make one on my own and he made <laughs> the million dollar one it looked ridiculous but it again it makes sense for the character steve austin He had his own belt that had like the smoking skull on it when he was champion for a while. Like his own personal – like his badass personalized belt. When they lost the belt – oh, one more I forgot. Daniel Bryan had a a belt made out of hemp. It's actually pretty cool for what he was doing, the eco-warrior thing. But again, when all these people lost their belts, they go back to the other one. I believe it's four other people held this belt, intertwined with Jeff Hardy. This was their world title for two, like just two years. That was what their world title looked like. (laughs) They kept this? They just kept this. Why did they keep this? (laughs) On the night in question that we're bringing to the main event of Victory Road 2011, this belt is is held by the icon Sting. He has this over his fucking shoulder. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time that Vince never got. He got him for one batch, but never got him. He went to TNA instead. Sting? Sting so went to TNA. He, he went to he eventually went to WWF in 2015 for one match. For one match, okay. Now, now he's in AW. Well, That's it. Also, he,
1: like, how old is he at this 62 point? 62 now. He is 52, that, 52 at this point. Because I feel like he's 52. <laughs> when I was watching wrestling, I thought he was old then. Yeah. Okay. He was always – he's been around – Sting has been around since the 80s. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sting – if anybody doesn't know, Sting's the one that has, like, the crow – Yeah, but you got to think, when he did the Crow bit, he
0: was already well into his career. He was almost like 15 years into his career when he became the Crow. Maybe, give or take, yeah, 85, he started doing the Crow in 97, like... Okay. 84, so like, yeah. Um, At this, is he still... Doing that, he's bit. always, he's never stopped doing it. I mean, always I really wouldn't. Cross. That's your, no,
1: it's really good. It, it's like kiss taking off their makeup. Like, I don't care how ridiculous he you was. Look. Surfer don't sting, don't take your makeup
0: off. He was Surfer sting for a while. That's like, ridiculous. Y- you wouldn't believe it. Like, with the big flat top and the you oh know, God. big tassels. Like, yeah, the, you, you know, know, what
1: if you find a good gimmick, mm-hmm. you just, just stick with but it.
0: But Surfer sting was good too. Like, that, no, it was weird. Him, it makes sense when you go back and we can go, we'll talk off air, but it makes... him going from Surfer sting to Crow sting. Made sense. Okay. It, 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 if you follow the story. Yeah. So <laughs> that's this belt. Yeah. Like you clownery. get the, this the, clownery is the core of what this company is. It's a clown company. It's a fucking clown show company where no one fucking knows what's going on. Nobody's in charge of anything. Everyone is in charge of themselves and the wrestlers can just show up high. <laughs> I'll give you the Spark Notes version of this, and then I want to explain what happens in the ring.
1: Okay. Spark Notes. Uh, Pretty much. Back. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. God it got me through so much shit. Yeah. No shit. So Jeff Hardy shows up again. Notorious drug problems. It's been high in the ring before. Has been drunk, but like, it always kept it together. Honestly, there's been a lot of wrestlers have been you know high in the ring and shit. And there's actually been a few who have been too too impaired to to you know actually work a match. This is the worst that's ever happened ever um apparently he just would show up and since he's a big star he would just go find someplace to hide at the at the building he didn't need to go out and shake hands kiss baby he didn't fucking need to do that he's fucking jeff hardy like this company needs him you know like they don't you know it's not the other way around and apparently he hid until a couple minutes for his match comes out just like apparently everyone's kind of going over the match beforehand because for those of you don't know um, and I can, you know, for those who, for double those who don't know, I trained to be a wrestler for a couple of months. I'd always loved it. I knew how it worked, but then I actually got firsthand knowledge. It's very much like music. Think of it like getting together with your friends and jamming. You can just do that. Me and you can probably get on the drums and guitar right now and jam and It would sound coherent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably do a whole show if we had to. Yeah, we can figure something out. Yeah, exactly. We'd figure. We could figure something out. Call it. We'll call it out there. Yeah. Call it in the ring. A lot of matches can just be called in the ring. With two really skilled competitors, they could put together a whole match without saying a word to each other beforehand, just doing it all through the way that they communicate. Some people, like Macho Man Randy Savage, who was notorious for this, you could literally play at every spot out, move by move, moment by moment, everything. Or, you know, like you could do kind of something in the middle where, like, you talk about it beforehand. Like, oh, we have here's points A, B, C, D, E, finish. A couple of cues, Yeah. But pretty much, people like Sting and Jeff Hardy. What's the finish? That's all I need. Like, what's the finish? How much time do we have? Mm-hmm. We'll get there. How we get there? Go, kind of feel it out. Yeah. So they don't need to see each other. Jam so. band style. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so they they are fish. They are. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there being fish. Well, the belt looks like a fish. Mm, <laughs> God damn, that does look like a fucking fish. That disgusting belt. That is. Oh, people are gonna see a picture of that on the episode pictures and they'll be like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, horrendous things are happening. So, they don't really need to talk about anything. So, they, they're they all kind of coming together and meeting right beforehand. There's the agents who kind of help them put the match together, Sting, hardy. People are kind of now noticing, like, oh, God. <laughs> He's, like, done, done. And this is a business that's, like, you can deal with that kind of, like, people have worked fucked up before. Bret Hart... Had a match with the British Bulldog at SummerSlam 92 where the British Bulldog spent the the three months prior smoking crack every night and not sleeping. Forgot every spot that they called. Was nearly going to die on his way out to the ring. And they pulled it together and had one of the greatest matches of all time. Do you know what I mean? Sting is the kind of guy who if someone was fucked up, if someone was drunk, if me and you were eight beers deep right now, right now, Sting could carry us to a match with no training. very like To something coherent. To something competent. Jeff Hardy was too fucking gone for this. Oh, no. And people are starting to notice it. Let's go to the ring, boys. So we've come to the end of our journey, Victory Road 2011. Now, this journey didn't really... Again, this wasn't some in-depth, you know, I could prove that this directly led to it. But this is your six degrees of Kevin Bacon. If... Jeff Jarrett doesn't hold up Vince McMahon for that quarter of a million dollars in 1998. There is no fucking drug house, fucking crack dead wrestling promotion for these wrestlers to go and fuck off like this. Maybe there'd be another one. It wouldn't be run by Jeff Jarrett. It just wouldn't, this wouldn't be fucking happening. So I feel like I've safely departed us, excuse me, safely brought us here. (laughs) That's a. It's a board game. The Hardy Heroin Party. <laughs> uh, and Now let's actually get to the, the Hardy Heroin Party itself again. Right, down the toilet bowl. Let's do this. As far as we go. <laughs> I, I, we've, I've landed you here. Um, since Jeff Hardy is the challenger, t- traditionally the challenger enters first. Followed by the champion. It's a one-on-one match. Main event of a pay-per-view. Oh. You have paid to watch this money probably about fifty dollars <laughs>
1: that's, that's a price huh? Um,
0: the camera pans on sort of like the entrance area for a little bit smoke sort of billows out kind of is waiting no Jeff Hardy still waiting no Jeff Hardy it feels three times as long as it should before Jeff Hardy finally emerges from the smoke Just looking lost. Absolutely lost. He has no idea where he is. He kind of sees the camera. There's so many beautiful stills of it. And just he's like, ah, what's up? He paints paints his entire face. So it's so easy to tell if he isn't fucked up. It's clear as day.
1: What does he paint his face like? Like that? Like Like, that belt? Yeah.
0: So uh, I'll actually pull up just one picture you can see just so like, Chef, Party victory road. Be <laughs> I mean, the first thing that pops. up. was like, "Victory road, fuck up." Um. Oh yeah, there's the fucking legendary fucking picture right here. Just apps done. Whoa. <laughs> fucking done. He's not there. He that's that's a motherfucker. Who ain't fucking there. Um. Sting comes out holding that belt. This man literally put WCW on his back. Was a hero to 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 wrestling fans, little stingers all across the world. This is a man of respect, inside of wrestling and outside. Yeah, walking to the ring to face a junkie, actively on heroin. Oh my god! Holding this man's face on a belt, (laughs) Sting. (laughs) <laughs> the Crow The man Who was re- In some way Carrying the legacy Of Bruce Lee's son Carrying the legacy Of Bruce Lee <laughs> What? Well yeah The guy who uh, played The Crow Was Bruce Lee's son Oh yeah 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 That's right The legacies of so many They hang in the balance here Yeah You get into the ring And you can tell Oh fuck You can kind of see The look on Sting's face Like this disappointed Angry dad look uh, apparently it's just chaos backstage. Apparently it's like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? There's a there's a man in the ring live on pay per view, high off his ass on heroin. The John Mulaney bit. There's a horse in the hospital. <laughs> like there's no there's no way this somebody can die. Jeff Hardy goes to the top rope. In, if instinct takes over and he just climbs up there and decides to do something. Oh my God. Because he cannot work. It is not working. Enter Eric it's Bischoff. It's impressive he uh, climbed up to the top rope He doesn't. No, he doesn't. I'm just saying if he was oh, able to. No, oh, if he did, he would okay, die. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Enter Eric Bischoff. His music hits. He's an authority figure at this time. Eric Bischoff was a part of that fledgling WCW that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of all ties into this. So, of course. He is going to be here in TNA. Of course. I love it. Comes ambling down the ramp, and this is all, like, to his credit. He's the one who just, like, ended, like, had to do all this on the fly. Comes down as the evil authority figure and just does this bullshit speech in the middle of the ring. And by bullshit, I mean he is just like, I need to figure out a storyline, guys. <laughs> to- you see... And it's really – it's impressive when you see it. It's the really – we learn to stall. Just beautiful. Just so you can tell he's thinking about it in his head. You can tell he was thinking about it on the way down because apparently – and this is from his own words. Nobody was doing anything. He's like, I'm not even in charge of the pay-per-views. I'm the, one of the executives of the television show. <laughs> I'm here as a consultant and I just go out there. I just go out there. Again, there is no Vince at this company. There is no person sitting at what they call gorilla position, which is the forward position, especially mm-hmm. right outside the gate, running the show. There is. There's none. There's yeah. just people running. They just run a television show. Just each part runs,
1: you know, and there's no one at the head. What is this organization? What is this ladder? I need to see the ladder. It's a
0: wrestling company called TNA, my dear, my dear boy. You know, you see how we've got that was started by a man. The, the monkeys using, are in charge of the zoo. Exactly. <laughs> this company was started by ransom money. I did, forgot to mention this. The T- TNA was started with the ransom money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he goes out there and eventually he walks up to Sting and he's like, now I'm going to come over there and I'll shake your hand. And he makes it a no DQ match just in case. Sting has to fight this guy for real. He has to pin him. He has to hurt him. This, this guy is too fucked up to understand what's going on. He's like, you just have to put him down. Put him down. Um, he walks over to him. He makes it no DQ in case, you know, whatever needs to happen has to happen. And walks over. He takes the microphone, Eric Bischoff, and he sticks it behind his back. So you cannot even have a chance of hearing anything. All this is really fucking smart. Like, for a lot of shit that people will talk about Eric Bischoff, and for his carnies he can come off of sometimes... Man's a fucking pro. Absolute fucking pro. To this day, is an absolute pro. On this thing right here, this microphone, whether he's doing a prod, podcast, wrestling, whatever it is, he's a fucking pro. And I got to, you know, I have to say that. Props are props are <laughs> due. Yeah. He goes, he talks this thing. He he goes to shake his hand and gets real up at his fucking face and talking to him like this. <laughs> but as he's talking to him like this, he's like... You gotta hit him with your finish and put him down. He's too <laughs> fucked up to work. <laughs> just everything he can do to hide this, because for some reason they just keep the fucking cameras on him. This no one knows you know, what if, is fucking. If you know, anybody was in charge, like they're just they're trying they're to like, like snake it in. Really, they're trying, like nothing's uh, happening. Pan to the crowd real quick. You know, and then he walks over to Jeff and he just says to Jeff like, uh, "You're done. Take his fucking finish."
1: Huh.
0: Jeff Hardy spends the next minute <laughs> with his t-shirt. Going to each of the four sides of the ring, motioning <laughs> to the crowd, saying, "I would throw the shirt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Was that was that half? that Was like part of his injury? Throw the shirt in nope. the crowd? No. Oh, okay. No, just is new. This, this is new. He's improv <laughs> He's working. He's working. He's working new. the crowd.
0: He's working the crowd. Oh, okay. I was uh, like, I
1: didn't know if that was like all the <laughs> while
0: Sting standing there holding this fucking belt. <laughs> it's clownery. A fifty-two-year-old man who's like I who's you know who's found faith this point. It's like, it's like, all right, what am I doing? And he stands there like to support a dad. Jeff does not throw the shirt. I want it to be done. He
1: eventually never throws never the shirt. Never throw Well, to you know, gotta keep that shirt. You gotta put the shirt. Did he put it back on? Cause mm-hmm. that'd be even funnier.
0: No, it just, I think he just like sets it down. Cause <laughs> <Yes>, the bell, <laughs> the bell rings and Jeff Hardy tries to lock up with them. Jeff scratched, Sting's neck up. Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking up. This match technically went for a minute and 28 seconds. They kind of literally... Struggle with each other up into the ropes. Sting turns, like, hosses him around. He's a much stronger man. At 52, he's got that dad strength. Uh, old man strength. Yeah. yeah, but he's also cut. He, you know, Sting is not a, you know. He, I, mean, he, I remember him being pretty big. He's always, he still looks, he still looks great. Turns him over and hits the scorpion death drop. Then covers Jeff Hardy and has to hold him down (laughs) because Jeff Hardy's trying to kick out. Oh, no. And then the ref comes over. He's like, count it. One, two, three. Match is over. Oh, wow. Sting is just walking up the ramp, just straight up going, I know. Hold the bell. I know. I agree. Seriously, to the crowd. Just like, I know. I know. Oh, were they all like booing? Yes, uh. <laughs> the main event of the pay-per-view Just oh. in a minute, 29 seconds Oh, you, that was the main event? A, this is the main, the pay-per-view was sold I mean, think. But I didn't what? even realize
1: that was the main event take, I guess that
0: makes but sense You know what, take yourself back to the year 2000 All right, When Tyler's still maybe a little bit of a wrestling fan yeah. Hey Tyler Hey, me and four buddies are going to get together Do you get 10 bucks? Sting's wrestling Jeff Hardy <sighs> Yeah Yeah man, let's do it That's worth my money Yeah Oh, I'm here. Ten years later, Sting is wrestling Jeff Hardy in the main event of a pay per view.
1: You know, just if for a minute and twi- a minute like and a 29 seconds. It's like um, shit. There's like it was like boxing matches where it's just yeah. like 30 seconds knockout.
0: But you're paying for that. That's kind of yeah. cool to see. Every now and again, there there will be a match where um, you know, they'll have like a match goes
1: 30 seconds. It's cool sometimes. Not the match you sold the show on. Yeah. So what, I mean shit how long would that have gone if it if it actually had gone 10 15 minutes maybe 20 maybe it just the yeah. order, probably 10 15 minutes of
0: good good wrestling good good That's, storytelling Yeah minute 30 minute 30 and a lot of that is spent with them in the ropes kind of <clears throat> him trying to wrestling. turn him in, just yeah like let it look, like trying to turn him over This uh what did the, what kind of repercussions do you think Jeff Hardy faced here
1: I assume a promotion. Yes. <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> I was making a joke. Jeff Hardy continues to get DUIs to this day. Was re-signed by WWE. Uh, I think what 2017 he had or whatever. To WWE. Oh yeah, he's currently there, oh making a lot of God. money. God, got a DUI a year ago. Has been Intercontinental Champion recently. Was on WrestleMania. Still making money. Still getting DUIs. Still has not learned his lesson. He was gone from TNA Television for a couple of months after this, and returned returned briefly after. Uh, doing an ap- apology to the locker room <laughs> which people did say was sincere was never
1: public apology? No. Oh. So never be... never made a public apology. I'm surprised TNA didn't fucking uh record that and <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay.
0: No. That's yeah. So T see, TNA probably thought this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is great for the TV show rating. Mm-hmm. Uh Jeff Hardy comes back, there's no repercussions, nobody learns anything from this. There is really that's the end. The end. No oh, one Jesus. learns. No one learns anything. Uh, we'll see you on the Jeff Hardy death special. I, I really don't know <laughs> what other way to say it. Uh, that's a guy who continues to do bad things in his life. Continues to have all these redemption arcs. The, the, I think the fifth redemption arc is the the last one, and I think he's on eight, oh. something like that. I don't know. Uh, so I, I took and, you I, on a long trip there, but that that was that was that was the Hardy
1: heroin hole, and like. After like I you know, after um I remember like after like China passed away. I remember like the WWE I you know, talking about like, oh, you know what, we need to we do need to start reaching back out to like the wrestlers who like gave their life and they're falling apart, but then you just see shit like this. Let's let's Take a quote here,
0: and we, we will wrap this up. So, look, that's down the Hardy hole. Essentially, long story short, yeah, Jeff Hardy literally got away with shooting heroin and going on a pay-per-view. No, nothing, ha- nothing happened. He continues
1: to be a star to this day. He was probably, uh, um, you know, sat at home with pay. Yes. <laughs> Administrative leave with pay. Yes. Yep.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Guaranteed contract, baby. Oh, shit. Um This is, again, wrestling is one of those businesses, again, I like, I enjoy AEW. I feel like it does add an air of legitimacy. But it's a long process, and they may start making mistakes soon, too. I mean, you know, it's just wrestling has never been able to pull itself out of those carny dark days. Because people like Jeff Jarrett and Vince McMahon, Jeff Hardy, they're allowed to run rampant and be who they are. Down the Hardy hole.
1: How old is Vince McMahon now? 75. So, I mean,
0: his on. mother's still alive. <laughs> what <laughs> Vince McMahon's mother lives. How old is she? 99. <laughs> I think she just turned 100. You understand that he will run that company okay. until death. And t- <laughs>
1: oh my god. Hey, because didn't like uh, what happened to his kids? Were, did his kids take over? No, he ran—Shane went to China to
0: fucking run a company in China that went under, and Stephanie became one of his underlings. Okay. Triple H married in. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. And that's where wrestling is today. Yep. It's on an uptick. There's there's the independence, There's other things, but— Is he, is he still with his wife, Linda? Well, yeah, obviously. I'm with, I'm
1: with Linda. Didn't yeah. she go into politics? No, she tried
0: to. So she tried to run for Senate. Got destroyed. And then she got picked for Trump's cabinet. Served in a position for a year, and they got moved to one of his super PACs. Still works there today.
1: What? Wait, Trump put her in a cabinet position. She was the
0: small business administrator. She was the secretary of uh, small business. Uh, okay. From the, from the moment, from the moment Trump got in office, like she was the first one. Okay. Not the first one ever but like that his first one. She was in the position for a year. Cuz again his administration people
1: came fucking in and out. She was I'm a right. part of a company that destroyed small businesses. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Wrestling. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> yeah, that's it. We found on the whole. Uh, I broke a promise. I did. I did a wrestling, and I don't give a fuck. I I have not felt well this entire show. Yeah, and pushed myself through, through. You're sweating. Yeah, I am sweating. I don't feel. I think I have that weird stomach thing that my kids have. Yeah, but like I push myself. Maybe I'm not as delirious as I thought. Maybe I'm gonna hit the <laughs> um, <laughs> let me hit this DMT real quick. Let me hit this DMT. I am a broken man with a broken podcast. We'll we'll give you the B sides thing another time. I can't do it tonight. I'm sorry. Sorry. Too sweaty. <laughs> It's not, it's not even B sized You got the wrong thing. I know exactly. I'm delirious. I can't be. I can't be. We'll, we'll get it done Monday or over the over the conference or whatever. All right, guys. Look at look at me. Look at us. I'm not even plugging the Patreon. Look, look I'm us. I'm not even going to tell you to go to patreon.com/slash/m3podcast. I'm going to get it right. I believe in me. You've fallen
1: down the hole with me. You you did it. I fucking did it. This was an hour and forty five minute podcast. Yeah. What the fuck? Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Find us on YouTube. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, you know? help me. I know I haven't I haven't really done ads before, so I mean we're we're up, the three main things: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're starting to put videos up on YouTube, um, so you, you can find us there. That, all our, our clips and everything. We're, we're gonna get over there. Um, maybe we'll find some cool stuff to put just on YouTube. But and you can find us on Patreon, five dollars. You know we're, we're we're packing that shit deep deep. That that's a deep pack over there. Oh, and. I don't know, did you want to discuss what you did today? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. When it's ready to drop. When it's ready. All right. Well then. Yeah, you know, that that's pretty much it. You're, All right. you're sweating. I'm yeah. sweating. It's for my gig. I need to, I need to cut. Yeah. Ba-ba-da, ba-ba-da. Ba-ba-da, <laughs> oh, I got to cut this fucking